is the Jose Show. Jose Show. And welcome to another exciting episode of the Jose Show. I am your host, Jose Roldan Jr. I just want to apologize. Uh, here the last couple of months, two and a half months, um, I've been really busy, so I haven't had that many new episodes. Um, you know, I've been taking care of my grandbaby. Uh, she's been sick um, from COVID to viral pneumonia to several other things. And she is getting better, but, you know, we try to keep her away from people as uh, much as possible. So I, I do apologize for not having that many new episodes. I do have a few people scheduled, and I do have some episodes that I still have to edit. Um, hopefully I can do that within the next month or so. So this um, episode right here is actually live. So when I mean live, it's current. Uh, this is November, and uh, it is November the 6th, 2022, Sunday, and you will hear this tomorrow. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Halloween, Christmas, Thanksgiving, and uh, what it's like to be on a film set. So we'll talk about the uh, film set here in a little bit. So I trust that uh, everybody had a great Halloween. I know in our little town here of uh, Zephyr Hills, Florida, we have what they call Halloween How, and it's uh, down the main street, our Fifth Avenue, and uh, vendors set up. Uh, they sell everything from jewelry to candles to honey uh, to snacks, hot dogs, pizza, you know, you name it, uh, drinks from lemonade to water to soda, um, anything like that. And uh, sometimes they have businesses that set up to advertise, um, you know, their business so that way they can generate more business. And uh, so that's pretty cool. And I don't know how many went, but there was uh, quite a crowd. And uh, I know we had a foot-long corn dog. And man, let me, let me tell you, that sucker was good. Put a little ketchup and mustard on it. Um, I took my granddaughter, so that was her first time um, experiencing anything like that because she still is... Um, you know, young, but, uh, anyway, we had fun. I trust that y'all had fun. Um, you know, I know kids get a lot of candy and man, sometimes that candy's got so much sugar and it. it makes you hyperactive, especially in kids and sometimes adults. Now, you know, what's funny is, uh, in my local Lowe's, um, they actually have Halloween and Christmas stuff up at the same time. Now, obviously Halloween's gone now, but when I walked in there, it's like crazy how they have you know, like three holidays, you, you consider uh, Thanksgiving a holiday um, for fall, autumn, or whatever you want to call it. But it's just amazing how, you know, they their money makers are off of these holidays. And, you know, you turn around, you see Michael Myers on one side, and you see Santa Claus on the other side. And um, that's kind of crazy. So now the next holiday we have coming up is Thanksgiving, where we give thanks. And to me, the meaning of Thanksgiving is it's not about eating, but trust me, I love to eat. But it's about being with family. It's about being thankful um, for everything that you have. Now, whether you are a Christian or not, you know, we should still be thankful for life, for food, for family. Um, it's nice spending time with family and, you know, talking about stuff or, you know, reminiscing about uh, family members that have passed away and stuff like that. So that's always a good thing uh, to do. And, you know, growing up as a kid, um, I always made an excuse to my mom that I had to go to bed early the night before Thanksgiving because I didn't want to have to help clean up. But, you know, my mom was re very gracious, and she left the dishes for me the next morning. So, obviously, uh, going to bed early didn't help. 
I should have just stayed up, did the dishes, and then I wouldn't have had to worry about it uh, earlier. But, you know, in this day and age, preparing Thanksgiving dinner is a lot of work. I mean, you know, you gotta you can either deep fry the turkey, bake the turkey, and baking it, depending on the size, can take three, four, five, maybe even six hours. I don't know. Um, and then you have the fixings like uh, sweet potato casserole, um, uh, stuffing, mashed potatoes and gravy. Um, some people have pasta on Thanksgiving. Um, any kind of sides you can think of, corn, green beans, carrots, um, sweets, desserts, pumpkin pie, sweet potato pie, French silk pie. And um, it's so much work for the time that you do. I mean, you prepare all day long. And see, my mom used to prepare the night before, like she got all the stuff ready to go. And basically she would pop it in the oven and bam, 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 bam. And that's it. And But it's so much work. And then next thing you know, it's all over. And then you got a ton of dishes to wash. Usually when we do Thanksgiving, we try to use our finest china. Uh, yes, that's like paper or plastic plates. So that way we can throw it into the trash can because normally I would have to do dishes. Now this year, we're going to forego all that. And we've decided to go to a buffet restaurant that will be serving Thanksgiving dinner. Unfortunately, this restaurant will not be serving ham, but they will be serving turkey. That's fine. Um, I like ham, but too much ham uh, causes my tongue to swell. So there's probably going to be close to eight of us going. And that way, when it's done, it's over with. Um, you know, we don't have to worry about cleaning up uh, plates. And you figure the amount that you spend um, pretty much will equal um, what you spend if you did it at home. Now, the the only downside of uh, going out to eat for Thanksgiving is, um, you know, you don't have any leftovers because a lot of times when my mom did Thanksgiving, we had leftovers for two or three days. Like she would keep the bones and make bone broth and then we'd have turkey sandwiches and turkey this and turkey that. And before you know it, you felt like you were a turkey and uh, you started to gobble, 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 gobble. But anyway, so that's what we're going to do um, this Thanksgiving is just go out to eat. It's just going to be so much easier, less stress. And when we're done, we go to my mother-in-law's house and father-in-law's house, and we're just going to sit down and chit-chat for a couple of hours and uh, go home. And by the time we get home, we probably won't be able to take a nap because we're going to be doing it around 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So you figure by the time we get done eating, sit down for a while and get home, it's probably going to be 7 in the evening. So then basically we'll probably go to bed in a couple of hours. Now, once Thanksgiving is done, we have Christmas, and I'm sure people have already started buying Christmas presents. Um, you know, I always tell my wife, I don't really want anything, and now that I have a grandbaby, I would rather spend the money on my grandbaby and uh, uh, on our grandbaby, and that way my wife can get her some stuff. And, um, you know, it's, it's actually cool because now when I go to the store, instead of buying my little Funko Pop characters or my Hot Wheels, stuff like that, I look down the toy aisle for the my uh, granddaughter and buy her stuff. So um, that's actually pretty cool. Christmas trees, you know, um, I'm not crazy about putting up Christmas trees, but obviously we're going to have a Christmas tree put up this year for the baby. And um, she will be around, let's see, nine, 10 months old, I believe. 10, yeah, 10 and a half, almost 11 months old. So, you know, at that time, you know, Hopefully she'll be talking because she's already starting to say a few words. So that's pretty cool. I do know she said Papa the other day, and that's me. And uh, that makes you kind of excited when um, 
the grandbaby says stuff like that. You know, I can't wait to uh, hear her talk more and say full-blown sentences. You know, I've, I've heard of people talk to their child as they're young in gibberish, you know, you know, talk to your child um, with full sentences because if you continue to do that, now I'm not a, a baby psychologist, but it's just common sense. If you talk to them correctly, then they're going to talk to you correctly. You don't want them to talk gibberish back to you later on in life. So speak clearly to them, full sentences, and I'm pretty sure that they will be okay. So, um, yeah, we just went on a rabbit trail there. So anyway, Christmas, um, yeah, Christmas to me, it's not about the presents. It's not about how much, uh, gifts you can get your friends or family. Uh, to me, it's about the birth of Christ, but that's because that's what I believe. Now, if you believe differently, that's totally your opinion. And I respect that. And I hope that you respect uh, my opinion. Um, obviously with Christmas comes, uh, lots of food again. So definitely, um, I tell you, between Thanksgiving and uh, Christmas, man, we sure put on the pounds. So definitely, when the new year comes around, I know we all try to make a New Year's resolution. We're going to lose weight. We're going to stop smoking. We're going to stop drinking. Um, we're going to stop drinking soda and drinking more water. Or we're going to visit a relative more often than we should or, or than we should have and stuff like that. Eh, you know what? New Year's resolutions, that's just full of baloney. Don't even make those. Just do what you got to do. If you got to lose the weight, if you got to stop smoking, stop drinking or whatever, go out there and do it because you know what? You can do You can do it, man. Yes, you can. All right. So now to what I wanted to talk about. What is it like being on a film set? Um, you know, Hollywood magic. Well, actually, in my area, it's Florida magic. Um, nothing to do with Hollywood. So, you know. I've been blessed um, since January to be on several film sets. Um, I'm going on one tomorrow, which I can't really name the name or the location or who's in it. But um, I have been a PA, and a PA is a production assistant. And basically, the production assistant um, helps set up craft services, which is what the people eat, you know, from the from the stars that are in the film to... Um, the cast, crew, everybody, um, that's called Crafty or Craft Services. Um, and then I've been, oh, we also help set up uh, lighting, uh, camera equipment, whatever is needed of us. That's basically what we do. You know, if we have to make a coffee run or a, a ice run to get ice for the coolers or a, a soda run, that's what we have to do. I've had to make coffee run, soda run. I've had to make ice run. And that's the, the job of a PA. And uh, PA, I mean, it's a lot of work. Trust me. Um, this 50-year-old guy, um, I'm doing it. And, you know, it's a, it's a cool job. You know, being on set is just cool in itself. I mean, you get to see actually how they actually make movies. You know, you see an hour and a half movie or even a 30-minute short. But sometimes that takes hours upon hours upon hours and days and weeks just to get this thing shot. And then you got to edit it, put score, which is music and stuff like that. So an hour and a half film, you could have three or 400 hours invested in that or more. I'm just going by what I've seen um, this past year. Um, I've also been the BTS or behind the scenes photographer. And basically I just shoot pictures on set and I try to take pictures of like when a, uh, one of the uh, actors are in like their outfit and when they call a cut, 
you know, I like to take a picture of what it looks like at before and after. So that way, um, when continuity comes into play, it looks the same way that it did when it ended, you know, because that's just the way it needs to be. Um, I take videos as well, um, when I'm on set. And, um, so that's pretty cool because it's, it's a piece of time that you'll never get back when you're on a film set and, you know, you take these pictures and, and then you go back and look and you see all the stuff. And one thing about being on a film set, you meet a lot of new people. Um, I have met a lot of new people and we have become friends and, you know, we'll chat on uh, Facebook messenger from time to time or email, um, We've even gone out before. So being on a film set is actually pretty cool. Now, some of the other things that I've done, I've helped set up uh, lights. Um, I did help film one scene, and that's like the cinematographer. So I did help do that one time, and that was on the film Seven Roses, and we were laying down in the sand, and my camera was shooting right over the, the lady that played dead, right over her head. And then all of a sudden, man, it was really hot outside. And this was in Lakeland, Florida. And um, uh, a bunch of ants started biting my legs. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, like, let's hurry up. Let's get this scene done because I am in pain. And I still have the scars from these ants that were, uh, you know, chomping on my uh, chubby leg. And (laughs) so that was pretty interesting uh, to do that. Um, I was a a sound recordist, basically recording sound for a few scenes on seven roses as well. And I just don't like sound because, you know, if you don't get it right when it goes into the film, because a lot of times what happens is sound is separate from the actual camera that's recording. And then they have to sync up the sound with the video. So, you know, if you get uh, bad sound, well, there's not a lot you can do to clear it up. You have to do what they call ADR and come back later and record the actor's voice, or try to recreate some of the sounds with Foley, if that is even possible. So um, after trying uh, being a sound recordist for a few scenes, that is definitely something that I do not want to do. It's just not um, it's not my favorite thing. And, you know, that's just one thing that you have to worry about, that, you know, sound, you got to definitely get it right. And I kept going, I don't know if this is right. I don't know if this is right. And uh, the director's like, let me listen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did it good. You did it good. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe later on in life, maybe I will try that again. But it's just something that I really don't want to do ever again unless I really have to. All right, folks, with that, we're going to take a commercial break. You're listening to The Jose Show on Turfs Up Radio. Attention all veterans. Have you heard about Turfs Up Radio's Jobs for Vets program? If you are looking for a job and you're interested in working in the landscape and snow removal profession, there just might be a company in your local area that is looking to hire. All you have to do is send us your resume at jobsforvets at turfsupradio.com. That's jobsforvets at turfsupradio.com. Turfs Up Radio, your industry, your station. Turfs Up Radio, your industry. Yeah, I can't say it. Turfs Up Radio, your industry, your station. All right, so we were talking about uh, film sets, and I am Jose Roldan, your host for the Jose Show. So anyway, um, being on film sets, um, the the term that I've always heard it's hurry up and wait. So giving the example, um, sometimes setting up a scene that may only be in the film for thirty seconds or even a minute or two uh, could take. 30 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour, two hours just to set up. Uh, You know, everything has to be right. The camera position, 
um, lighting. And when you're outside, a lot of times you harness the power of the sun. So you have like deflectors to help deflect the light into the areas that you need. Um, if you're indoors, you know, you can have the lights bright or you can put a diffuser uh, to make it a little bit more dim. Um, so all the conditions have to be right. Uh, you have to do rehearsal. So you basically rehearse the scene with the actors and then you have to set reset, go back, do it again, just to make sure that, uh, you know, you know what you're going to do, you know, where you're going to stand or where you're going to walk to. And, um, you know, all the actors, uh, they work in unison together to make this scene work perfectly. And a lot of times what they do is they do multiple takes of the same scene and then they'll set up the camera and lighting in a different area and reshoot that scene again. So sometimes you can see several perspectives from different angles. So then again, that scene that is only going to appear maybe 30 or 40 seconds may have taken two to three hours or more just to set up. Um, I've been in a Western. I've been in a cartel film. I've been in a testimony film. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of some of the other stuff that I've been in. Uh, coming up, I'm going to be possibly an evil clown. Uh, we're looking into that. And then I'm going to be in another film uh, that I'm going to be speaking like country twang or something like that. Um, it, it's just an amazing feeling to see how movie magic comes together, to see how the editing process is, uh, to see how they add, you know, if you ever watch a movie without sound, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything. Like it's, it's just like dead space. But when you see a movie, when it has a score to it, um, when it's a, a climactic and you see the, uh, the sound kind of ramps up, or if it's a love story, you know, you see all that stuff. Um, it's just an amazing um, it's amazing to see um, what everybody does to make this film uh, come together. I know when I was on a Western set, I was running and I fell, did a tuck and roll. And uh, I tell you, this old chubby boy, <laughs> when I did a tuck and roll, man, I'm no stunt person, but I got right back up, brushed off, and and I'm like looking, and we had like two or 300 people sitting out. Um, they were extras and everything, just waiting for their turn. And that was so embarrassing um, and then I had another uh, time that I had to dress up in underwear for seven roses. So that's kind of crazy. Um, we're going to be seeing that January 7th, uh, 2023. That's when it's going to premiere. And then it'll be out on some streaming services like Tubi TV and a few others. So, um, I love being in front of the camera. I love being behind the camera. Um, I love collaborating with people. Um, I hope one day I can actually write my own and shoot it as well. Um, writing is not my forte. It's a lot of work to sit there and uh, write a script. Um, but I have no doubt in my mind uh, that I could do it. I mean, I didn't think I would ever be in front of the camera. I am now. I didn't think I would be behind the camera. I am now. I didn't think that I would be uh, doing a podcast. I've been doing one now going on three years so no matter what you do in life, if you set your mind to it, you can do and you can accomplish anything. So never let anybody tell you you can't do it because you can do it. Now, um, I'm going to continue doing uh, movie making or whatever you want to call it for as long as I can, um, you know, and then at some point, you know, maybe I'll have to stop. I don't know. It just depends on uh, what happens and which way I go. And uh, recently, I started doing Facebook Reels, so I'm doing pretty good on that. Um, I got over 800 Reels, 
and 1.9 thousand followers. So I'm growing and I'm growing and I'm growing. So I got a lot of stuff that I'm doing, a lot of stuff on my plate. And I tell you, it takes a lot of time. Um, and also, like I said, I have a few more um, guests coming on the show, but then sometimes I have to reschedule because I have to be on a film set. And that's just the way the cookie crumbles. I mean, I, I can only do so much. But um, I do uh, appreciate uh, everybody listening to my podcast and and sharing it with friends and family. Uh, you know, it's it's a lot of work, and um, you know, hopefully in the future I can do a little bit better. But I do appreciate um, you know people just sharing it. I mean, you know, it's it's one of those things that you love doing it, and you hopefully it never ends. And that's the way I feel. Hopefully it never ends. Look, I'm on the radio, so I never thought I would be on the radio. So. Never let anybody tell you you can't succeed because you can succeed at whatever you do. You know, on my reels, when I do Facebook reels, I actually uh, do like, hey, good morning and, and you know, be positive out there. And I say stuff like that. So when you're out in the world, be positive, have good vibes, um, say hello to your fellow human beings. Um, if you haven't talked to a family member in quite a while, give them a call. Hey, tell them you love them. You know, your mom or dad are still alive. Tell them you love them, your kids. Give them a big old hug. Remember, um, TV and, and radio and excitement will always be there, but your relatives won't. So spend as much time with your relatives as you can. Trust me, you won't regret it. I mean, I know some of us, uh, some of the relatives can be a little uh, pain in the uh, wazoo, but you know what? We're all pain in the wazoos. So overlook stuff like that. Um, if you can help somebody, help somebody. Like today, I was at the grocery store getting ready to get some uh, eggs. And this little old lady was in front of me. Well, she was like in front, and then there was two people in front of me. And she was short $3. So the lady directly in front of me gave the cashier $3 so the lady could, um, you know, finish paying for her groceries. So pay it forward. So if you ever have an opportunity to pay it forward, um, to help somebody out, it doesn't have to necessarily be monetarily. Um, you know, you can open a door for somebody if they're having trouble opening the door, you know, maybe they have groceries or, you know, you could be at a supermarket and the lady needs, a, uh, or the guy or lady, or whatever needs a dollar or two to finish their order. Give them the dollar. It's not going to hurt you. My goodness. Sometimes when you do stuff like that, not not sometimes, all the time, you get blessed. Believe it or not, even uh, Christians and non-Christians get blessed. Things happen. Hey, I may, may have given a dollar, but I walked down the street two days later and found $10. So you gain $9 back. Or somehow your gas in your car lasted a little bit longer than it normally lasts. Or your health is better. So if you can bless somebody, try to do it. You know, uh, when you listen to this tomorrow, call your relatives. Tell them, hey, how's it going? I just wanted to see how the kids or the wife or the husband are doing. You know, thinking about you. How's the dog doing? You know, rough, rough. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I didn't have my laugh track for that. But anyway, all right, folks. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode of The Jose Show. I am your host, Jose Roldan Jr. And hopefully you folks have a great week. Uh, remember, it's a jungle out there. Be kind, be thoughtful. Uh, be grateful for everything that you have. And lastly, but not, how, do, how did I say that right? Last but not least, be blessed. Okay, folks, have a good day. This is Jose signing off. Thanks for listening to The Jose Show. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. 
and see you next time on The Jose Show.